0: Oh my gosh, what a show! And I'm I'm gonna get to it fast here, man, because I just I just want to get into it. It's gonna be so fun, so cool. Um, we are gonna be talking about girls and dating and girls that are first timers, if you know what I mean, and girls that save it till the second date. We're gonna be talking about nuclear weapons. Our old friends in North Korea have been testing weapons. Uh, we're gonna go to the celebrity racetrack. And we're going to um, watch some celebrities race around the track. And speaking of celebrities, my friend Dane Cook, actor, comedian Dane Cook, will be dropping by the studio today. And we're going to have some great laughs, some great conversations. And uh, it's going to be so good. It's scary. And speaking of scary, when was the last time you were really terrified? Really scared. Wait till I tell you the story that happened just recently to me. It's almost hard to believe, but scared the bejesus out of me. We're going to get into that, but don't you be scared. Be happy that you're here. You ready to do it? Come on, everybody. Let's go. It's the Harlan Highway. Let's do it. This is Harlan Williams.
1: You're riding down the Harland Highway.
0: Hey, 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 everybody. This is Harlan Williams. You're rolling down the Harlan Highway at 100 miles an hour. And we're going a little faster today because we have a hot shot with us. We got a wild cat who
2: likes to prowl through the jungle. It's uh, Mr. Dane Cook is here. Howdy, Dane. Harlan, I'm feeling fantastic. This is one of the most comfortable chairs I've ever sat in during an interview, so I want to thank you for that. Really?
0: You like yes. leather? Do you like cows in general? I do enjoy cows. Why yeah.
2: Why do you like cows? There's something about, there's almost like a, a mystique about them. Really? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> like some people look at a cow and they just see like a slab of, of, of meat, but I really look into their eyes. Uh, oh, one of really? my favorite films is City Slickers. Oh. And if you remember a, a Norman, I think was the uh, the calf that Billy Crystal oh, yeah. Uh, birthed, yeah, and th- that was my favorite character in the film oh. because I felt a kinship oh someone told me once you were driving through the country, slammed on your brakes. Ran out into a field and punched a cow in the face. That is not true. That's not true? No, wait, the story went like this. Oh. I was driving through a leafy glay. A glay? Yeah, it's similar to a countryside, but <laughs> God, it's a leafy glay. I haven't glade. heard that word in years. <laughs> and what happened in the glay? <laughs> uh, I did slam on my brakes, true. Um, and I jumped out and I ran to the cow and I hugged the cow. Oh. I did not knock the cow, everybody said that, and there was another rumor that I head butted the cow <laughs> but no, I gave him a big, a big, big hug, and I told the cow that I just I cared about it oh you you're a lover, not a hater <laughs> oh, seductive, well, listen, we were talking
0: earlier. About the stand-up circuit. Yeah. And, 16
2: uh, years for me. How long have you been playing the I game? I think it's 20 for me, man. My lord, and a- you still look like you're 32 years old. <laughs> I know. What are you doing?
0: I'm like one of the only vampire comedians on the circuit. <laughs> I, I suck blood and eat pomegranate oil. Um, but we did something once. We were here in Hollywood yeah. at, the, uh, at the Laugh Factory... And uh, we teamed up
2: one night and got into a little hijinks. Do you want to tell them about it? Okay, so the Laugh Factory uh, at the time, uh, it had a stage with two uh, double doors behind the stage. And there was like a really thin stairway that you could actually get behind the double doors while a comic was performing so essentially you could walk through the doors and be on stage with a comic if you were a thin comic if you had to be very thin yeah, yeah fat you, comic couldn't get down anybody those stairs. over uh, a buck 90 wasn't yeah. going to get down those stairs yeah and i'm svelte i'm i I'm, I'm dancing around 170 constantly svelte yeah <laughs> what is what did you say earlier the glade or something a leafy glay. a glade and a svelte You've never heard of a leafy glay? What? Are you Polish? I'm putting my shirt back on. <laughs> oh my God. These words. you're screwed. I'm just baffled. So anyways. Have a wide vernacular. <laughs> oh, Williams there's came. another one. You have a wide vernacular? <laughs> are you related to John Williams? <laughs>
0: he's, my father's name is John Williams. <laughs> when when Dade pulled up to my house today, he got on the call box. He's like, I'm here for John Williams. And I'm like, how does he know my dad's hiding in the root cellar? <laughs> Um, So anyways, what happened is you snuck behind the stage. True. I'm on stage doing my bit, Mm -hmm. and we planned it that you were going to come through those
2: doors while I was doing my act. Doing what? I was going to kick the doors open, and I was going to be completely nude, except I was going to have my uh, bits and pieces. Is that what we roll with? Um, Your wonder chunks. My hijinks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Was, <laughs> your hairy glaive, or whatever it's called. Leafy Glay. Your leafy Glay. Your meringue. My, um, my chiclets. My clacker balls. I was going to tuck them, and I was going to do a little bit of a homage to Silence of the Lambs <laughs> during your uh, routine, your repertoire. <laughs> Is that is
0: that technically
2: when you stick your stuff back through your legs? Does that technically become the Bermuda Triangle? Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, and we did that and it was a perfect uh it was that perfect crowd reaction of like uncomfortable, ooh, but like they were laughing. Some of the that. girls went a little nutty for you though. And here's how it happened. We
0: set it up that before Dan came up, I was doing my routine. And the cue was, and I said this to a guy in the crowd, I go, sir, there's about as much chance of that happening as Dane Cook coming through that back door naked with his stuff tucked between his legs.
2: That is absolutely what you said. And I said it, and you came out right on cue. I love peanut a, butter and jelly sandwiches. I was oh, I was out there with you. It was a beautiful thing. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, as, a pre- as a gift to you, oh. during uh, the next segment, I'm going to give you a spa-style facial. And oh my a shiatsu God. Shiatsu deep tissue massage. Oh my God. Do you have any hot stones? I'm going to bring him in. I got him in the car. Oh, you're a wonder treat. I'm you're a, a little. I'm a fan,
0: John Williams. Yeah, you're a Star Wars theme to you, <laughs> my friend. We'll be right back here on the Harlan Highway with Dane Cook.
3: Canada will submit.
1: Hello?
3: Hi, this is the United States of America calling.
1: I beg your pardon.
3: The United States of America, the most powerful country in the whole world.
1: Oh, really?
3: I need you to stand on one leg. Yeah. Jump up and down and whistle.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that all?
3: And maybe sing row, row, row your boat.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm hmm.
3: What country is this? Pardon me? What country is this?
1: What country? Yeah. India.
3: This is the United States of America. Uh Uh-huh. I need you to stand on one leg, jump up and down, and whistle.
1: What are you selling?
3: Power. The most powerful country in the world.
1: What are you selling?
3: Power. Start whistling.
1: Where, Where are you calling from?
3: The United States of America, the most powerful country in the world.
1: Well, it's a big country. Whereabouts?
3: The U.S. of A. Washington, D.C.
1: Oh, I see.
3: Now stand on one leg. Oh, yeah? And jump up and down.
1: Oh, I've already done that.
3: And let me hear you whistle.
1: Yeah, I've already done
3: that. I didn't hear the whistling. Hello? This is the United...
0: Oh god bless the United States of America boys and girls. God bless the ladies too. Um for the dating guys out there man, the dating guys. Um have you ever run into this dilemma? You go out on a date with a girl. First first date, it's really steaming up, hot and heavy. All this suggestive innuendo going around you know, the playful patter, the interaction, the dialogue, and it's pretty much a given that it's going to happen. And when I say it's going to happen, you know what I mean, the nasty, okay? You're at a point in your dating life where you're like a good umpire to baseball game, you've got the signals down, okay? You know by the eye movements, the body language, the way she's crossing her legs, the flirtatious giggles, the touching on the arm. You you pretty much know that it's there. You've both signed off. She's like, yep, he's acceptable to hump. And you're like, yep, she's acceptable to hump. So everything happens on that date but the humping. Like, you're like, wait a minute, Every all the signals were there, everything was right, according to the handbook of first date humping etiquette, it, it was all supposed to happen, but <coughs> but somehow in those final moments when you dropped her off or you were bringing her home, she put the brakes on. And you're like, wow, what the hell? That, wait, I thought, but you said, and then I, it's, we hadn't Silent agreement that and you're like, wow, okay. So then you know your curiosity is piqued, and you're like, well, now I gotta go on the second date, right? Because you're like, it's 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 there, it's there. So you go on the second date, and on the second date, she puts out the buffet platter. Everything happens. Everything you dreamed of. Everything that you thought was gonna happen on that first date happens. And you're like, wow, that was amazing. But then you're like, wait a minute. Why didn't all this stuff happen on the first date? I mean, it's all right here on the second date. It's only like a date difference. And then you go, oh, wait a minute. This is one of those girls that's like, oh, I don't do that on the first date. What kind of girl do you think I am? I'm not that kind of girl. I'm not going to do nasty, violent, crazy, uninhibited sex with a perfect near stranger on the first date. That's just unruly, immoral, unsanitary, and I just won't do it. That's not who I am. But I'll tell you what, you take me on a second date and we'll do it then. I, uh, it's just one date difference. You know, on the first date, I'm just an angel, but the second date, look out! I'm a truck-driving mama! I mean, honestly. Girls, do you think that by saving, saving it to the second date, somehow we raise you up on a pedestal? Do you think guys are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. She waited till oh, the second date. What an angel. What a maybe she was a virgin i uh, who waits to the second date what a uh, how does she have the courage and the the stamina and the uh, how does she have the resistance? How did she wait a whole date? okay, if you're gonna be that girl that's like Mrs. Puritanical and you know I've got the mojo to hold off. you know what I mean. Like, wait for about 12 dates. Wait for three months. Wait for five months. Wait for a year. Be that girl. But don't think that by waiting until the second date to put all the goodies out makes you some kind of angel. No. It's just a date. So don't think you're fooling anyone. And you know what? If you're going to play that little second date wild animal truck stop mama thing... Just do it on the first date. Get it over with. Okay? I mean, good lord. (laughs) Yeah. Do do I even know what I'm talking about? Maybe I don't. You know what? Maybe Dane Cook knows what I'm talking about. Maybe Dane has the answers. Let's get back to my good buddy, Mr. Dane Cook, in the studio with me. God, you look, you look, I don't know, there's an aura about you today. You look like half sexy and half like you want to wrestle like a cheetah.
2: What's going on? What are you? You got a new cologne or something? No, man. It's called Eight Hours of Sleep. That's oh, what that's called, God, baby. You are glowing like the metal on the edge of a knife, Meatloaf. Oh, thank you so much. God. I live by the dashboard light. Oh, oh wow. Really that's, it was long ago, and it was far oh, away. away. It, it was so much, much better than, than it is today. today. Good. All, All right. right. A tree. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> Um, have you okay. ever bought anything in bulk? Yeah, I went to that store once and I bought uh, like literally ninety uh, packets of toilet paper for like seven dollars. Were you having a rough day? I was having. Wow. <laughs> I had Mexican at the yeah. wrong place.
0: And yeah, you probably zoics. got the Mexican right at the Costco. Yeah, you're you're a young hot dude in Hollywood. Do you have a what? special? Well, I don't mean it in that way. Oh, you're, you're always going to be my like you know baseball buddy. But in terms of uh... when
2: do we play baseball? Well. Later when after that. When do we even interview. talk about this? We've never talked about when well, you're North wearing a baseball hat. You're wearing a baseball hat, so that, that matters. You're my frisbee friend. Oh my god, I'm so
0: scared. Um do you have a do you have a special or favorite little thing you do when you're your little love making? I mean there's the doggy style, there's... Yeah, I do the bionic seahorse. Wow! Whoa,
2: I thought that was not since the seventies. How does that baby work? Well, I like to bang retro. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. yeah. I'll throw on a barracuda jacket. You know Whoa. what I mean? Maybe some Z-Cavarichis. Oh, what was it? The bionic seahorse? <laughs> Do you got to like put cream on or anything for well, that? Well, so you know, uh, if, you, if you're wow. familiar with the seahorse uh, yeah. life, um, the males are the only uh, creature on earth that can get pregnant. Oh, and that's no. That's all I'm going to say about that. Are you pregnant? I'm not going to I'm not going to divulge anything at this point but just a male seahorse is the only creature on earth that of male origin that can get pregnant. And oh, so what? yeah, I'm dancing with the devil a little bit, but it's a, it's a great position and it feels fantastic.
0: Oh, we're getting the scoop here on the Harlan Highway. Uh Dane Cook and I, we're going to go right now and get Dane an ultrasound cuz I have a feeling it's going to be the sound of running scallops in the near future (laughs) oh god i'm gonna stop it there i'm having too much fun i'm having too much fun with dane man the bionic what was it seahorse oh i hope dane's not pregnant but stick around you'll find out um And uh, we're going to do some more with Dane in a few minutes right after this exciting thing with some other celebrities that aren't Dane. Oh, man, what a beautiful day. And when I say beautiful day, I mean what a beautiful day to go to the races. And I'm not talking about the horse races, people. I'm talking about the Harland Highway racetrack where, yes, we indeed do have magnificent competitive racing But we don't put uh, horses out on the track. That's much too boring. What we have here on the Harlan Highway is celebrity racing. Okay? We get some of the finest thoroughbred celebrities out there, and we throw them out on the track, and we just open the gate and watch them go. We have our our, uh, fabulous commentator, Charles Parsley. Here he is at the gate. The race is about to begin. Let's hand it over to (laughs) Charles Parsley. (laughs) Good evening ladies and gentlemen, I'm Charles Parsley, welcome to the Holland Highway Race Track here today where we have a marvellous race lined up for you. We have Bruce Lee in gate one, we have Michael Jackson, Donald Trump and George Michael in the end gate. They're lining up, there's a lot of anticipation in the air, this should be a fabulous race, here we go. There's a bit of jostling in the in the gate there. Look you someone giving the eye. It looks like Michael Jackson giving the eye to George Michael. And there they go, they're off. They're off, they're running down the freight it's straight away. It looks like Michael Jackson is out in the lead, almost skipping and prancing down the fairway. Here comes, here comes Bruce Lee up behind him, Bruce Lee up behind him. Bruce Lee has just drop kicked Michael Jackson in the back of the neck. Michael Jackson is down and has just flipped him off with a gloved finger. Here comes Donald Trump, Donald Trump coming around the first bend. Donald Trump in a $3,000 shoot and... Leather penny loafers making headway. He just passed Bruce Lee. Donald Trump making a grab for the front of the run. Here comes George Michael. George Michael, run it. Wait a minute. George Michael has run up into the stands. He's gone into the men's room. George Michael is in the men's room where he's relieving himself and oh my goodness it looks like he's relieving a couple of other gentlemen too now back down on the track bruce lee has ran back and drop kicked michael jackson right in the groin jackson not having any of it he starts moving backwards michael jackson moonwalking backwards down the track bruce lee chopping him repeatedly in the face oh michael jackson nose just came off and here comes donald trump Donald Trump, he's making coming past Bruce Lee, he passes Bruce Lee and Michael Jackson, and Donald Trump has tripped on his $3,000 penny loafers, it looks like he's fallen down and he can't get up, but wait a minute, it looks like Donald Trump's hair, Donald Trump's hair has run off the top of his head, Donald Trump's hair is galloping down the track at full speed, he's pulled ahead of everyone, and now here comes... Here he comes, George Michael. George Michael out of the restroom. He looks sweaty and he looks like he's spent. but he makes his way back onto the track. Toilet paper, unstuck in his shoe. Here comes George Michael. He stops in the middle of the track and starts dancing. He's dancing with Michael Jackson. It looks like they're doing a careless whisper. Here comes Bruce Lee. He's doing a car wheel in the air. It looks like Bruce Lee's about to take it. Here he comes. But wait a minute. Here comes Donald Trump's hair. Donald Trump's hair coming up the backside. And it looks like, yes... Yes, it's going to be a better of it. It's Donald Trump's hair crossing the finish line. Donald Trump's hair taking it right at the end. A fabulous celebrity race here at the Harlan Highway Racetrack. I'm Charles Parsley, and we'll see you next time. Good luck and happy racing.
2: Harlan, you are the beef stroganoff of radio. I am? Yeah. What does that mean? Like I'm creamy? You're just you're a creamy delight. Oh, and being here is—it's like it's Mm. like super Christmas, not just regular Mm. Christmas, but super Christmas. (laughs) We've been friends a long time, yeah. You and I—we worked uh, for many
0: years uh, at the comedy clubs here in Hollywood. We did. I got to see you go from. This is a fact. They kind of when you first got to town, they put you on kind of the late night shows. True, and those are hard. They put you on the midnight show, Mm -hmm. and Dane would come on and and tear it up. And then you just kept getting better and better and
2: better, and look at you now. Uh, that's because of the time I spent with you, where we would, remember we would sit Indian style, and we would we would crochet, and you oh. would say such positive affirmations.
0: You know, I still have the blanket that you crocheted me. I sleep really? with it every night with the John Deere
2: logo. I have the candy necklace that you gave me once, oh. and every March 18th, my birthday, I eat one little piece oh. as, as a remembrance of what you and I are. Now, there's things I don't know about you after all these years. And things I don't know about you, and, and, and like fun facts that I'd love to learn.
0: Now, one thing I don't know about you, you've got a, a sexy-ass scar right on, on your eyebrow, right. and I don't know if you've been attacked by a bear or you got hit by
2: a coffee table. Well, tell me about this scar. About uh, 10 years ago, the U.S. government was, uh, was testing a new laser satellite system. Oh, boy. And they had it on a very low setting. Okay. And they targeted me. From where? Uh, apparently somewhere like NORAD, the main base. Oh, okay. And then it was in orbit, the satellite. Okay. And they, they hit a button, and it zapped me right above the eyebrow. Oh, God. It singed me, and it left me with uh, this deep, deep gash. Right here, but I did get a letter of apology. You did, and uh, they waived my taxes that year. I did not have to pay oh, taxes. Oh, nice! And w- <laughs> w- where were you when this laser attack took place? I was at um, I was at Orange Julius. Oh my god! I knew that place was dangerous. Yeah, and a- anytime I see somebody drinking a uh, a banana shanna. I get very sad.
0: <laughs> oh. You know what? Here's here's the message from that. If you're going to Orange Julius, wear a helmet, people. Really? All right, um, your turn. What can I tell you about
2: me that, that you might not know? Halloween? What do you like to do for Halloween? You ever uh, carve pumpkins? I, I have carved pumpkins, yeah, from time to time. Okay. You ever carve a pumpkin
0: of an ass, like ass cheeks? Uh, not yet. You haven't done well. This is what you do this year: carve instead of a face, carve a pumpkin with with ass cheeks. Okay, carve the little ho- hole, and you light the candle inside, and it looks like you got a, a glowing hole on your front lawn (laughs) (laughs) last year i
2: carved a pumpkin of john ratzenberger john ratzenberger he sounds like a a government official he played cliff clavin on cheers (laughs) (laughs) okay all right final thing with you you like to wear
0: the scruff a lot you you uh you go you get that cool unshaven look what's
2: going on buddy i'm just lazy Laziness? Yeah, it's not uh, a cool thing as much as, uh, you know, shaving every day is, it's arduous. Yeah. It's arduous because I have very sensitive skin. Okay. Sometimes I drag that razor and my brain starts wandering because, you know, we're dreamers, you yeah. and I. Yeah. And I, if I start dreaming something aggressive, then I, I don't want to dig dig into the skin. So I, I shave every, every 10 days. It's cool, though. I like that look.
0: It's like if the world ended tomorrow, yeah. it's like the bombs went off mm. and people were wandering around, you'd
2: be ready to go. I look good in a post apocalyptic way. Yeah, you're already there. You're okay. like, yeah.
0: Oh, explosion of the mind. Speaking of explosions, our little buddy in the NK, North Korea, it looks like he tested a nuke. The freak detonated a nuke, a nuclear bomb, people. Do you really have to test a nuclear bomb? Do you have to test it like if you had an end of the world bomb you have to test it (laughs) you know it's gonna destroy everything around uh we're gonna run a test uh just to make sure this thing can wreck everything um yeah and what are they doing testing it underground what are they testing to see if they can kill worms oh yeah we got all the worms we kill every worm underground and no more worms we hate the worms maybe Kim Jong Il is a mole hater You get those moles they chew up my front lawn they leave holes dig up all the dirt we gonna blow up all the moles underground what about all the roots trees carrots everything just getting fried underground Well, let's hope there's never an underground war because North Korea is going to win that one. Oh, we know how to blow up underground so good. We're going to blow up your underground so you have nothing underground no more. Yeah, real smart, buddy. Make love, not war. Draft beer, not students. Remember those old sayings? Kim Jong-il. Il is right. He's ill in the head put the bombs away you freak don't drive through any tunnels because you might not come out the other side man that is scary the whole nuclear war thing man it is just scary when was the last time you were scared anything scary happened to you lately how often do we really get scared anymore And I don't mean like you're at the grocery store and you're like, oh, my God, tomatoes have gone up two and a half cents. That's scary. Charles, Nelson, Riley. (laughs) No. I mean, like, really scared. You want to hear a scary story happen to me? I'm out in the desert shooting something with my buddy, okay? We're out there shooting a video for uh, a webisode I'm doing called The Australian. And we're driving home. It's nighttime. It's raining. We're out in the middle of nowhere. And I've got the I've got the high beams on and there's there's no other vehicles in sight. We are way out in the remote part of the desert. All right, there's a light rain coming down and as we're driving along, I'm looking off into the front beams of my light and I see kind of a little pile of something up on the road ahead in my headlights. And I thought, okay, it's a piece of garbage, it's a muffler, it's uh, it's an old bag. I get closer, and it, I, I can't really make out what it is. We're in the middle of nowhere. I get closer, as i just driving up on it, it's a human body. I'm not even kidding you. Me and my buddy were just like, whoa! What the? Did you just see that? It was a human freaking body, okay? It was on the other side of the road... And this wasn't a big highway. This was a two-lane road. I I was on one side. There's the dotted line, and there's a human body laying there. It was a male, and it came into view feet first. So I'm panning along the length of the body. So I go up the shoes, up the legs, up the midsection. And when I get to the face, okay, it's like a guy. It's a white guy, and he's grinning at me. Okay, he's staring at me. Remember that movie, Damien the Omen? Do you remember that horror movie? About the devil's son and at the very end of the movie, the last shot of the movie, it's the little boy at the church and Damien, who's the son of Satan, turns around and grins at the camera. And then smash cut to end credits. It's a haunting, eerie, sinister little look he gives to the camera. Well, this guy laying on the road had that similar look. And his face was illuminated all the more because everything else was really dark. And he had this pasty white skin. So I got a really good look. And first of all, my body went into shock when you see a human body out of context. Laying on the side of a rainy road on a cold night in the desert. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't register. My gut just dropped. It scared the crap out of me. And my buddy was like, what the hell, man? He was terrified, too. So I stopped the truck about 50 yards away, and we just stop. And the crickets are chirping, and the wind is blowing, and we're out in the middle of nowhere. The stars are flickering. And we're, like, petrified. There was, like, almost a moment of shock. And my buddy's like, you saw it, right? You saw There was a body there, right? And I said, yeah, yeah, I saw it. And we're, like, freaking out. I turn the truck around. I drive back. 50, 40 yards, maybe less, to where the body is. We get there, no body. Nothing there. Okay, and this is a a true story. This is like a scene right out of Halloween, the movie Halloween. You know, at the end of the movie when she finally kills Michael Myers and he's laying on the ground, and she's like, what was that? And the sheriff goes, that was the boogeyman. And you look out the window and the body's gone and that music starts I'm afraid death has come to your tiny town sheriff so now we're even more scared and I'm sitting there and my buddy's like goes into the hills have eyes mode he's like dude let's get out of here this is a setup man this is a setup they're gonna get us and I'm like, dude, there was a human body laying there. I got to at least, like, yell out. I got to. So I rolled down my window and I'm yelling into the desert, the night desert. I'm like, hey, is anyone there? Hello? Are you okay? Nothing. Dude, is somebody there? All of a sudden, from way out in the middle of nowhere in the bushes, I hear, hey, I'm okay. I'm like, are you okay? Some incoherent hills have eyes mutant like yelling babble and I was like, you know what we're out of here I did my duty my moral duty to see if there was a human in distress or injured and I was like this is too creepy who the hell lays on the road in the you know at night in the middle of the road with the Damien omen grin on their face I was horrified. So we just hightailed it out of there and I got to say my stomach was all jumpy and full of butterflies and so that was the last time I got scared and that was real recently that was like you know a month ago wow but it's kind of exciting getting scared it's kind of gives you a bit of a charge man but this was like a real like horror movie scare what what that kid was doing I don't know but I want to say, oh, he was, he was playing a practical joke. He was punking someone. He was, he was having one on. He was pulling one over us. But you got to remember, we were out in the middle of the desert. It's very cold. The desert gets cold at night, especially in the winter months. Okay? It was raining. There is nothing around. We couldn't, you, you could not even see headlights in the darkness if you looked either way on this road we are on. There was nothing, nobody, there's no lights from houses, empty. Are you telling me some kid's going to go all the way out there? I don't even know how he got there. He's going to go all the way out there on the off chance that a lone car comes by, and he's like, I'm going to do a practical blooper. And what's really funny or not funny is that I'm one of these guys. I drive a truck. I drive a pickup truck. And I like the power of a pickup truck. And I like crunching things. I'm not even kidding. When I'm driving around and I see a branch from a tree or a cardboard box that's fallen off another vehicle or anything, I like to drive. I I aim for it. I like crunching stuff. I like running over you know, inanimate objects. I, I like the feel of crunching stuff. It makes me laugh, makes me feel good, makes me feel macho. Hey, man, I'm going to crunch that cardboard box up there. I'm the man. So, what I'm saying is, this kid who went out in the middle of nowhere in the desert to punk somebody, if that's what he was doing, picked the wrong guy to do it to because I seriously was kind of looking at this mass on the road thinking, ooh, do I have something I can crunch? Little did I know it would be a human body. Can you imagine if my, my the, 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 the lighting and the darkness, and I didn't realize it was a human body until after the Crunch King had crunched it? Then what kind of horror movie would I be in? So I don't know what this guy was doing out there, man. It was creepy. It was scary. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Maybe you can write to me at uh, com or call the number on the website, tell me one of your scary stories. And while you're on the website, uh, be sure to pick up tickets um, for my stand-up comedy appearance on January 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. I'll be in Salt Lake City, Utah at a club called Wise Guys. It's in Odgin, Utah, Salt Lake City. Uh, January 21, 22, 23. And if you don't live there, tell a friend. Call a friend or anyone who lives in that area because they deserve to laugh. And if you don't tell them to come see me and laugh, then shame on you for holding back on your friends and your family. Send them out to Wise Guys, January 21, 22, 23. You can order tickets right online at com. Just go to my comedy schedule or call the club, 801-463-2909. 801-463-2909. Um, because uh, that's, that's how I do it, man. It's word of mouth, gets people out, and keeps me out there bringing the funny to the folks. Um, I want to thank my guest, Dane Cook, for being on the show today. How much fun did we have? Uh, I love Dane. I'm so happy to see uh how well he's done watching him uh go from starting out to where he's at today. I love that kind of story and uh, Dane has earned it and he's a great guy. So thank you, Dane. And uh, I hope we see you again or hear you again, whatever you do to get this podcast, whether you Put your ear on it or your eyes on your computer or whatever you do. Uh, I'm so happy you joined me on the Harland Highway. And we'll see you next time on the Harland Highway. And if you see a body laying on the Harland Highway, make sure you don't crunch it. Stick to your own lane. And until then, it's Chicken Chow Main, baby. baby.